and go down. It's just, it's a joke. <laughs> I get you, Greg, but there are no investigations currently underway into Jared Kushner that we're aware of or that anyone's even mentioned. Nothing that we know is happening around Jared Kushner. Nothing's really happening around any individuals in the Trump organization. Just the Trump organization is happening, but no individuals are being investigated around the, the conspiracy and the insurrection. There's not a single indication that Donald Trump's even being investigated for the insurrection. Wow. In fact, Ray says that he's not being investigated. And in fact, Ray himself is so questionable that I don't know if anything is ever going to get through the FBI related to these people we are not going to see real charges against these for this family unfortunately i don't think i think they're too rich too Put connected up the signal. we need too... batman we need fucking batman here oh, yeah what about that girl i'm ready yeah. all right go, go for it go they're, for go, it. they're going to jail okay they're going to jail really how do you know that yeah because you can't run a criminal enterprise like that for that many years and leave as big of a paper trail as they left for that many years and not go to prison. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I've looked at too much. It's the crime. It's the crime stuff that's going to get them. It's the fraud that's going to get them. It's the money that's going to get them. It might not be as satisfying as what some people want them to go to jail for, but there's going to be charges. I, I truly believe that. I truly believe that there will be charges against members of that family that were involved in running that organization. And Donald was, and Weisselberg but was. But you know, LB, especially and, from and your is. work, that Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump were involved in crimes as way back in the 80s, right? Yeah, none of, well, they None of them have spent a day in jail. None of them has spent a day. They played a day. some cards. You they don't have anybody cards. to flip on when you're the president of the United States. Who are you going to provide information on in order to get out of it? Who knows? It doesn't Eric Trump. exist. <laughs> Eric Trump. Okay. All right. Maybe. Okay. Maybe Eric's the hidden. But you're getting to the point in that Eric. in that space in society where it's just impossible to get to these people. Or they there's a that, no, that, I, those people I, who don't pay a cent in taxes. They don't care what the rules are. They don't care what the laws are. They they spend all their energies flying into space. <sighs> spaceships they're not living in the same world okay. that we are they're not here but that's different than these crimes so i, I just want to hit again these are organized crime crimes right. that's just it's just is so very different now the really disconcerting thing uh, even saying all of that the disconcerting thing to me is that what it appears is if, if a gangster does get or a criminal does get into the position of president, that the crimes committed to get into that job and the crimes committed while in that job are the Justice Department is always going to push aside because of a memo. That That and is defend. very concerting. That has nothing to do with what's going on in both the district attorneys in the Southern District of New York. It just doesn't. That, it, it, so they're very different. I hope, I'm not trying to plug my show right now, but in in the first season of The World Beneath, I'm gonna give you guys some real cases that really went down that are literally a window into what is going on right now. And there there were critical, incredible cases. And and the gangsters that, the, that wrote about it in their autobiographies, because they can never stop talking. They can never stop talking. I have a line that I just wrote recently about like, <laughs> they're awfully chatty about their omerta, right? So they're just constantly <laughs> talking and constantly weaving lies about themselves and what they were into and always saying I was wrongly persecuted and it was a setup and I was never this powerful or I was never this big of a criminal. So there's always going to be all those denials around all that, but that doesn't have anything to do with the evidence that gets shown in a courtroom that leads 
leads to a conviction. And these convictions, they can go up to 30, 40 years. So, so it's a lot of time that man is facing for running a criminal operation. He just is. Sorry. Uh, he's going to jail. There are 500 people Uh-oh. in the insurrection who have been uh, charged so far. 500 people. None of them yeah. include I don't any know people that around Donald Trump. For that. He, they won't. None of the people around him. That's and different. Fraud, That's- and Stone and Flynn and Prince and everybody else probably yeah. not going to get charged for it. And I- so... I think some of them will, but I do, do not I do not believe Donald will be charged with anything to do with the insurrection, anything to do with while he was still president yeah. and in office. Anything and neither to do Jared with Kushner. Jared Kushner's not gonna get there. Jared Kushner's gonna get know. not gonna get prosecuted for being <laughs> Mr. Coronavirus mass killer. I don't believe that. He's not going to be I don't know about he was that. Working, yeah. He, he needs was working to be. at the White House. He was advisor to the president. He'd have the same protections as the president. So that's if he made but, money, if he made Money on the side for his own shit while he was working at the White House. That's espionage, and he should be executed. Sorry, that's yes, the law. There's a that's lot of shoulders, and there's an also a yeah. lot of will. It no, happen, but it's not. It's, that's not something. I, the, the protections of the president. Okay, yeah. the legal protections. When you're the president, the the reason right. that you're supposed to be protected is because you're doing the duties of the job. And the theory is the critical president theory <laughs> is that you wouldn't be in this. You wouldn't be doing the things you're doing unless you were the president. Right. So if you bomb a country overseas, if I'm just some guy, I'm not going to bomb Syria. Right. So if you're the president, you have to be indemnified for acts that you do as the president under the idea that you're acting in the best interest of the United States. However, bribery is still illegal. It's still illegal to sell secrets for money. Being the president doesn't indemnify that. And certainly being whatever the fuck Jared Kushner was does not indemnify what he did with Khashoggi or what he did giving intelligence to MBS if, in fact, he did in exchange for the facilitation of his private business loan. That is absolutely illegal no matter what. I don't know. You may be right, Zev. We may never hear about it. I mean, it's true. And it's almost 100% true because we can see it. You can see it. You have to be be dumb not to see it. But it's not going to get prosecuted. And it's not really provable in that way. Because unless you have Khashoggi, I'm not Khashoggi, unless you have MBS showing up in court saying, yeah, that's the deal I made with Jared, you're never going to hear about it. You're never going to be able to prove it. And no one around. Then prosecute him for the. but, But I think that Jared is not good at covering his tracks. Right. He has very good I mean, attorneys. I, I just want to keep saying that about Jared is lawyered to the gills with the best in the world. He has. Yeah, yeah he is. I mean, I, the I, best I, in the I, world who are fucking evil, by the way, because anybody that us, would take money from yeah. Jared Kushner is a fucking evil motherfucker. Yeah. The three of us all agree yeah. that we'd love to see all these guys thrown in jail. It's just that it's not, I don't see this particular justice department heading into that direction. I mean, maybe they will. Well, maybe let's they, see. They're doing they some will. stuff there. Maybe they will. It yeah. can't be slow is the problem. My problem has always been the silence and the pace mm. <laughs> because we're in it. We're in a, a narrative war and we've never been yeah. here before. Not like this. Mm. And so the Justice Department needs to wake up to actually the attack that they are under and that we are under and we need them to protect us from. Mm -hmm. And that means get your wagon going. (laughs) Giddy up, everybody. 
um, get it going and start talking. Uh, start, and it's not about, no. again, Greg and I have said this constantly, to call for them. And, and all these other folks are now calling for this. Please talk to us. You got to talk to us. You got to get in front. The Justice Department always, all the time, throughout the history of the Attorney General, has always come forward and spoken to the American people about where they are on significant cases. They don't speak to it's not. It's very different than the FBI talking about whether they've launched an investigation or giving details or compromising it. It's the attorney general saying, we have indicted these people. We're taking this seriously. We're moving ahead. Stuff that's actually out that they do press releases on. You could come and talk to us about the press release because the press release isn't enough. No one's reading the press release. Mm-hmm. The, 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 our press is not covering it. You have to be the advocate. You have to be the department. He has to be, Merrick Garland needs to be the department's best advocate and mouthpiece because the stuff that relying on the uh, our news hosts and the print media to pick up this very important work that's being done at the Justice Department with the Attorney General and put it on the front page and make it dis- so that the public can understand it and know what's happening in the moment and take control of that narrative. It, 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 th- those days are gone too. Those days are gone. The Republican Party of our parents is gone. All these things are gone and we need to start behaving now in the world that we're in now, with everything that we've learned, gaining all these fucking gray hairs that we've all gained in the last five years since that goddamn Steele dossier dropped on our heads, right? We just need to live now and move forward from here instead of hanging on to this stuff that doesn't exist anymore. Yep. It just doesn't exist. Let's move on to- to be fair, Merrick Garland has been talking since- He started talking. He must be watching. Which good. Please keep no, doing it. Thank you, and keep doing it. Now, speaking of criminals that are never going to jail, I mean, really, Giuliani, here he is. And <laughs> this is, is a good opportunity to talk as well about your, your upcoming serial, which starts on Monday. Is it Monday? Oh, thank you for being excited. Yeah. So I'll tell everybody how it's going to go, because now I have the dates, because <laughs> it really is. I'm just writing and creating and producing, and, and there's a whole team of people who know what they're doing on the business side of things. So Mondays will be this narrative, the scripted, me doing storytelling. Mm-hmm. And Thursdays, I'm going to sit down. We call them the sit-downs. I'm going to sit down with somebody in our world now that has information and reflection and experiences with the themes and the content, the subject matter of what we were speaking about in the narrative and will help bridge us to the next Monday's episode. So think of those interviews, those sit-downs on Thursdays as this bridge between the written episode and produced episode on Monday and the one that's coming up. It's just sort of filling in the conversation, doing exactly what we've been asking the Justice Department to do. Please talk. Keep talking. Keep explaining this to everybody. It's going to be great for everybody. It'll be really great. And just so everybody knows, the the concept for the show originally when I set it up with the studio was it was going to be me telling about 20 minutes of narrative story. And then in would come the person to fill out the other 20 minutes and we'd have like a 40 minute to an hour show. And then this, we decided to separate that and give them each their own space, which meant I'm actually doing twice the amount of work for each of them. So, and then it all drops on Monday. Um, The whole thing is done. It's all produced. It's all done. All the interviews have happened. If you subscribe to Apple's sort of, it's like a streaming, but for podcasts, like a Netflix thing where you can get them all at once, you can get it all on Monday if you want to listen to it that way. But it'll also be for everybody 
on the everywhere you get your pot like where you get this where you get uh narrative where you get yeah. greg's great podcast prevail right on the pod beans and the spotify's and you, so don't worry about it it's all it's all going to be there you just have to get it week by week so that's so wherever you get your podcasts then, <laughs> wherever you get wherever your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Um, so so this is—I was going to try to find the logo. I was trying to find this, their logo to put up on the screen here, but I can't. I've got too many images, so we'll just don't leave, worry about it. We'll so just leave Rudy up. I here. do want to but, let everybody know. Yeah, I, I yeah, he 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 had coming for him. You're good. I, <laughs> I expected and, and you I were. told everybody. Of course, I, I am. You I would. told I told everyone last fall when we were starting work on this that I was working with. I said okay. they're like, "Where's it all heading?" And I was like straight between Rudy Giuliani's eyes. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. So not trying to give anything away big. And it's really not in a sense, but we are going to get into who Harold and Leo were. That is Rudy's father and uncle and who his mm. grandfather was. And take a look at what he was really up to. And this is you not know, spent a lot of time on it, but we'll, we're going to, we're going to poke at him. Like, what are you up to? Are you sure you weren't involved in his disbarment? I wasn't. And I said, I said, I did say, I did predict. I was like, okay, if we do this right, it should happen and drop right about when this guy's going to get disbarred. And literally that right when I was wrapping up the one episode on him yesterday, just doing the finishing, the, the final polish on it, that news hit. And so everybody involved in producing the show was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah. You know, yeah, here's a little exactly. uh, retrospective of what Rudy and Donald have been doing yeah. over the years and how long their friendship That's and right. relationship has been. Yeah. The black and white photos are because they're yep. black and white photos. That's a, a long yeah. time ago when he was still running as a prosecutor at Rudy Giuliani. Uh, there's Donald yeah. Trump next to him, supporting him all the way, even appearing as a witness at a grand jury. Uh, so definitely yeah. we're cooking up deals all the way back then. Rudy Giuliani was also, well, Donald Trump was Rudy Giuliani. I can't remember. Donald Trump was Rudy Giuliani's first uh, sponsor or uh, what do you call it, investor or donor, donor for mm -hmm. his big mayoral campaign that he eventually did win, obviously, and there they are. Well, and that was Fred's money. That yeah, was, was also Fred's, Fred's money. money. So that yeah. came out of Fred, which is Genevieve's front money. So right. everyone needs to understand the crime families behind this. And Rudy's, Rudy's dad and uncle were running a joint for Frank Costello, which is not a little thing. Mm -hmm. not a little thing in the era that they were. And before that, his grandfather got pulled into the Black Hand, which is a very specific, was a very specific extortionist syndicate out of Italy that was tied in with the, if you've ever heard about the Mustache Pete's. And so we'll get into right. all of that. And then they all in the, the parade. I think it's the St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah. They're in the bottom there. Like, I mean, these guys were close for what, I think years much now? longer than we yeah. even know. I, yeah. I, there, it, it, it would have been quite possible that Rudy's dad and Fred knew each other actually right. everybody yeah that seems likely and Netanyahu weirdly enough knew Fred Trump as well which is interesting yeah, considering he, he shows up in in so many storylines today so you've got this mm -hmm. it's a kind of a seminal moment when you've got the Trump organization um about to be indicted and you've got Rudy Giuliani once America's mayor being disbarred or desuspended before his disbarment, then you've got a, a real moment of these guys. Their run has ended, at least it appears to have ended. Um, and even though they've caused a lot of damage along the way, maybe there's some finality to it, even though it might not be the criminal charges we all hoped uh, they would. Yeah. Be. If you're going to go to the mattresses with one another, don't have it be the pillow guys 
<laughs> shitty stuff. And that's, that's, I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> that's good. That is Zev, you had the, in the previous graphic, it said Rudy Undone, and I was yeah. reading it like it was his name, like Rudy Undone. <laughs> <laughs> Undone. Undone. It's my favorite oh. new word, Undone, because it, feel, it just feels like all these guys are just, and their storylines and their narratives are all just like flittering away. It's just all, it's all just a disaster for them now. Yeah. I'm still surprised they're out in the free world. World, but it's slowly yeah. slowly disappearing my own personal obsession yeah. next week is going to be around the january the 6th i mean it's so in, engrossed in january the 6th i can't stop investigating what happened that day Good. because it's a rabbit Good hole for you, you. Yeah, I mean, it's an important rabbit hole, and no one else was uh, investigating it in terms of the Justice Department, it seemed, for a while. Now they're starting to move on the big three or big four, which is what I was talking about earlier on. Is Roger Stone, is Michael Flynn, is Alex Jones, are those guys actually going to get indicted? And I don't know if they ever will be, but the case around them is becoming incredibly interesting. And lately, Mm. I've been trapped into another little interesting rabbit hole, which is looking for Michael Flynn. Because even though we know this is all Michael Flynn's operation, he was certainly a part of, of making it all happen. Happened. It's unclear to me where he was that day. Like, no one really knows where he was. He appeared on the 5th. We don't know where he was on the 6th. I think I we know. Are, you do? UFOs. UFOs came. The down. UFO came and got him. <laughs> so I think we know now. I think we're getting closer to understanding exactly what happened on that day regarding Michael Flynn and his, you know, his private army of people. Eric Prince yeah. certainly has his Blackwater, and Michael Flynn certainly has his private army. We'll go deep into that with pictures and all sorts of things on Tuesday's show. So that's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really interesting hours. We look into what Michael Flynn was up to that day. And Michael Flynn leads us to yeah. other two people we all have to talk about, Eric Prince and Peter Thiel, which we've uh. spoken about recently as being behind Q on last Tuesday's show. That is also coming up. We're going to reveal exactly what they were doing on January the 6th in our future narratives. And that is not the end of the show, but it's almost is the end of the show. Is it not the end of the show? It's I know. It's been an hour. I can't believe it. I know. I can't believe it either. Did we talk I've also about got enough? One commercial... I, no, we've got so one more thing to talk about. But mostly no, because I... I wasted all this time talking about dumb, critical dumb no. theory. No, no, we got no, one more thing. To... We got one, one more thing good, to talk about. We got one more thing, and it's coming up after this. Tonight's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep, and they have a special offer for narrative viewers. I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress. And getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep takes a quiz. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative. That's the way we spell narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's helixsleep.com slash narrative for up to $200 off and two free pillows just for you. So Britney Spears is the last thing we have to talk about, which is actually a a weird, surprising thing to end the show with because we never talk about these things. But as you all know, she has finally come out and said, which many of us suspected, in that her conservatorship was nothing less short of a, a slave situation where she basically has been at the mercy of her father and a bunch of business people in an attempt to control her life, down to the fact whether she could have children, whether she could get married. 
I mean, yeah. I mean we thought we all grew up with Britney Spears and I mean it's all very well you know, to, to laugh at her and her music and all of that but it is seminal music it is music that certainly was a soundtrack to many of our younger years and yet somehow we've allowed it to happen again somehow we've allowed the same thing that happened to michael jackson the same thing that happened to elvis presley the same thing that happens to so many people who we love so much they get trapped in a world of money and control ownership and yeah. ownership they get turned from being talented young people into product that they get carried throughout their lives and it's impossible to live their life as a product for someone else's business entity so you know, i thought it was just worth mentioning britney tonight because we all kind of love Britney and we all do love Britney yeah. and we don't know who she has been for the last 10, 15 years because she had that incredible breakdown and she was so bullied by the media. And I know and, a little bit. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I'll share this. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So I, I used to live in a neighborhood that one of our close friends and neighbors was the, their kids played together and um, their sons were very close and she lived very nearby. And so I would see her quite a bit and had uh, nice, lovely exchanges with her. And my daughter loved her. She was mm. lovely with my daughter. I had no idea our kids were little. I can say what I saw and what I knew is that this was a really lovely, my, her boys love her. Mm. And she was wonderful and very humble and very real and just a sweet person. Yeah, and that's what I saw. So, what, what all this going around her and the kids were playing baseball together and swimming in the pool, and we were all you know, watching movies, eating popcorn, and playing. She played ping pong with my daughter. She was the only adult that would do that. So, that's what I saw. Wow, that's a, that's that's, that's who I met. Story. That's Great who she mother. is. That's who everyone says that she is. It was also yeah. someone who they took such advantage of her in 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 the situation, and she really does yeah. appear to have been bullied in through so much. So. I can't even believe that stuff is legal. I can't believe you can tell someone not to have children. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. That was heartbreaking, and and I saw a little bit of it. I was so absorbed, I, I felt bad and everything else, and I caught a little because mm. my friend was going, "Did you see?" I was like, "Oh," right. and I watched a little, and it was heartbreaking. But I felt like she was a very good advocate. She's a good advocate for herself. Mm -hmm. She just needs to be able to speak for herself, apparently. Yeah, so how is it that we're not allowing people to even speak for themselves for years and years at a time? That seems uh, that seems like that needs to be fixed a little bit. I think um, so. We have that's, yeah. that just it's this theme of the sort of this patriarchy that there's you can sort of like mm. control yeah. so much of people, uh, and it really is. It's time has come. We need to be able to allow these, especially these talented people that we have in our lives, these incredible singers and, and artists that we have, need yeah. to be able to express themselves without being turned into you know product, which is basically what you said. Earlier. I mean, I've done this and I've worked with people like Justin Bieber before. And I remember mm. that day he was being a real prick. He was being one of you. He, he was Justin Bieber having a, 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 you know, a hissy fit about his girlfriend or something. And I got annoyed with him because, hey, I needed him on stage to do something that we were doing. And I regret mm. that so much because I don't know what this kid was going through. Well, he's yeah. this little, he's this kid who had a, who might have been having a, whatever emotional moment he needed to have in private, he was having in the middle of a business event and a, and a production. And so yeah. we, need to, we need to like pause around these younger kids and especially with the obsession around TikTok and, and the obsession around all the, this fame, really, because that's what kids grow up being expected to try and become. We really have to be a little bit more mindful of what that does to them. So there's that. A good story on Britney. What's that? We wish her well. Yeah. Wish her, yeah. Come on the show whenever you want, you Brittany. Well. <laughs> we'll give you the best time ever. So Protect Billie Eilish, I say. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. I know. Billie Eilish. Oh. 
Um, I was going to try. Hey, Billy Eilish. She's the favorite in our house. She's the favorite. Uh, you can't hear this properly, but I'm playing Britney Spears on my phone. So good. <laughs> I was meant to come through the system, but it wasn't. Oops, so that's the I show for tonight. Okay. Any last thoughts, Greg or, or LB? No, I just everybody listen to, to this thing that I'm dumping on right. the world and let me know what you think. I hope it's I hope it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I heard the first episode. Yeah. You read it to me on the phone and it's good. It was good when you read it to me I on the phone. Years, it's not going to be worse ago, now. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to no, be amazing. Good. And and by it's, the way, a really, really important good. thing that everyone has this. So everyone needs to be able to have access to these stories and you're going to be able to yeah. break it open for them and really explain it in a way that only you can. Uh, so Thank you. I'm sure this entire world yeah. is going to be watching yeah. and listening at least. Uh, I when appreciate it, when it this audience so much. They have just kept me going. You guys have really have been like so supportive. I'm so grateful. I listen. I try to listen to you all. I try to see you all. I try to interact where I can. When I say I love you, I really mean it. I really do. I just, they're, they're so smart. Our audience is so smart. The so, best. and they're on us and they keep us in check. And I just, I appreciate that. It, to me, that's just so valuable. So I just, I hope, you know, yeah, I just you do, but you know, you know who that. doesn't? Me. I don't care. No, I'm kidding. Greg doesn't <laughs> Tonight, care. <laughs> I don't care. The comments tonight have been fantastic, by the way. Oh, Even okay. better than usual, oh, I would say. So thank you guys for, for all the good comments. All right, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Have a great night. Have a great thank weekend. You, Jeff. Listen to The World Beneath when it uh, drops on Monday. And we'll see you back here Tuesday night for a special on January the 6th about Michael Flynn. Have a great night. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.